0: Welcome back to the fantasy chumps podcast. This is episode 95 in this episode. We recap our week 14 injuries and how that might impact us in week 15. We each pick out an MVP candidate for the Fantasy Playoffs. These are guys that may be a little bit under the radar, but we think could bring you a championship if you were to start them for the next three weeks. So make sure and tune in for that. One of them may or may not be on your waiver wire, so you definitely want to target that player if you can. Just as a reminder, some of the games start on Saturday this week, so make sure and set your lineups early. And then to wrap up the episode, we have a little bit of Chiefs trivia And it's really easy to follow along with. So see if you can beat the score that Leighton and I come up with. Uh, As always, follow us on X at fantasy underscore chumps. And good luck in the playoffs, guys. Thanks.
1: Yo, what is up, chumps? I could have made that really depressing, but I decided to keep it upbeat. Keep everybody excited. Joining me as always, Nate, John. Actually, not joining me as always. Joining me rarely is John.
0: <laughs> I, don't well, deserve, to do it. I don't deserve that. <laughs> I was gone like a week, maybe two, <laughs> two weeks. I
1: I'm think. just talking about the totality of the season.
0: Yeah, I had a hiatus.
1: Dude, you're the, you're the Kyron Williams of our draft. You shine when you're in the lineup, but you've missed a big stretch of the season. He's Thanks. probably
2: going first round next year. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Thank you. Might be top five. It could be top, be top five. five. Probably depends
2: not. on who you ask.
1: It does depend. I'd put you in the nine slot. I'll take that. I'd
2: put i put him in the eight.
1: I'd, even better. It no, it'd be like a hard nine. That's right. Hard hard nine. Yeah. Hard nine. Yeah. Hard I nine. Agree. Hard Actually, nine feels right.
0: That feels good to me. That
1: feels good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh-huh. so. We're gonna talk about some news injuries. Then we're gonna to shift to some league-winning players who we think will propel you to the championship. Under the radar, guys, we're not gonna talk about Christian McCaffrey. We have the lock of the week. Then at the end, if you guys want to stick around, we have Nate had some trivia brewing for us, which we've already done pre-recorded about five minutes ago. So let's flash right in the news, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, I, I can't read exactly what I wrote, but it's it's late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justin Herbert is out for the year with a fractured finger in his right hand. He already had a broken finger in his left hand that he was playing through. Now he has two broken fingers, and he's getting replaced with Easton hockey stick. He was starting Thursday, and we'll start the rest of the season. And that was my starting quarterback for my fantasy football team. (laughs) So that's exciting. Uh, We'll just kind of couple it with Keenan Allen. Curtis Heal in the game against the Broncos. Status is up in the air for Week 14. They do play this Thursday against the Raiders. Uh, And I bet he plays. But I wanted to ask you. How do you guys view Keenan Allen with Justin Herbert being out? Uh,
2: I mean, I think that's a significant impact to his kind of upside. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Keenan Allen's somebody that can thrive on just short to intermediate targets. Uh, but I don't think the reliability of the quarterback being able to get it out on time and on target to him will be there. Like it has been with... Herbert, over the last couple of years. years. Um, I know Herbert's kind of struggled this year too, but uh, he is... I don't... Keenan Allen could not be wide receiver two this year or wide receiver three. I, I forget what he is without Justin Herbert. So I think it's good. a huge impact to him. Not saying that, you know, I, I think Keenan's like a... You got to sit him now going into next week. I think you wait and hear what his kind of health status is, Um, but I would probably say he's wide receiver one still I think slot him in but I don't think the upside is going to be there necessarily yeah
0: I'm looking to see I want to comp him to others so for example would you rather start Michael Pittman against the Steelers or Keenan Allen with the backup quarterback against the Raiders (laughs) uh
1: probably
2: I think I'd probably lean more towards Pittman just on the tear that he's been on Steelers defense looks vulnerable Uh, we just saw Juju have like a season high last week in terms of receiving for the Patriots Uh, Patriots offense looked pretty good in that first half and the Colts put up a lot of points so I think it could be a pretty high scoring game for Indianapolis Um Mm -hmm. I mean, Pittman's kind of been on a tear, too, lately. Over 20, basically, his last three weeks. Two weeks ago against Tennessee, put up nearly 30 points. Um, I think he's playing really well, and he's getting a lot of targets, too.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, I just looked at that. My only concern with Pittman, with the Colts versus the Steelers, I can see that being a low-scoring game. Right. Uh, But... Kind of to counter my point, he hasn't scored a lot of touchdowns this year and he's still been really good. So
0: I I see Keenan as a mid to low end wide receiver too this week. Ooh. So I'm putting him around like the Devontae Adams, the I don't know, Chris Olave, DK, Metcalf, Jordan Addison. I'm expecting more of that performance from Keenan Allen rather than Mike Evans, Amon Ra, DJ Moore, guys that are inside the top 10. So he he moves a full eight to 12 spots for me.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I would have to, I wanted to dig into how many targets he got once Herbert came out. Because... It looks like
2: Herbert played, like, half the game. Was it right before the first half ended?
1: I don't remember.
2: I was trying to look that up. It said he had about a 45% snap share, so I feel like that probably took him through part of the second quarter, but got went out after that.
1: Yeah, I'm looking it up. So, in terms of play-by-play, it looks like, yeah.
0: This isn't a game where you're expecting a lot of scoring either, right? Probably, These are two uh, not great offenses in a game that doesn't matter for the division. There's not playoff implications on the line. They hate each other, but that's. I right. mean.
1: So Keenan, or sorry, Keenan, uh, Justin Herbert got hurt with three minutes left in the second quarter. And so yeah, just looking at that at I don't know. It's it's tough yeah. because I think the I think the Raiders could pull away shockingly enough and they would have to throw more. I don't know for sure on that. That's just a theory I have. From
0: <clears throat> from a fantasy perspective, I think it hurts much less than it hurts the Chargers on the field. Obviously. I mean, yeah. for Keenan Allen's sake, it you're still starting him from You're if you're in the playoffs, if you're in the winning side of the bracket, you have have to. to roll out Keenan Allen. So don't read into it too much just because there's some indecision of, oh, well, it's kind of not the best matchup. It's not a starting quarterback. He's still Keenan Allen. He has as good a chance, probably the best chance of anybody to make it into the end zone in this game, period. Like above Josh Jacobs, above Austin Eckler, above Devontae Adams. So you're you're hoping for touchdowns if you're. Winning in the winning bracket of the playoffs, and Keenan Allen has a good chance of that.
1: Yeah. So once Easton Stick came in the game, Keenan Allen had it. My calculations are correct. He had 10 targets.
2: Okay. So basically, with, uh, with what's his name? What's the backup's name? Easton
1: Stick. Easton stick. Yeah, because I went through and counted every time it was incomplete or completed and I counted ten. One might not have counted because there was a penalty. But and it was on the defense. But he got ten targets in the <clears throat> in the game with Easton playing and just looking quickly at Easton threw twenty four passes. So let's say twenty five and let's say that other one didn't count, so you know, it's a pretty good target share. I think he's going to target Keenan a lot, actually. That's 40% yeah. target share. Will it be that high? Probably not, but they're in a pass-heavy scheme. So we'll see. Just something I want to ask. Uh, Nate, on to your section of the injury report. Justin Je- <laughs> Justin Jefferson hurt his chest. Did you know he was taken to the local hospital?
2: No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, so he's taken to the local hospital and has somehow considered day-to-day and might play this weekend
2: well that makes sense to me hearing that news that he went to hospital because joshua dobbs threw him a hospital ball that was ridiculous he did catch it i mean because he's a really good wide receiver but that that was a route that he had no business getting the ball on i mean it was over the field the safety was sitting on it right there Threw it up high, made him kind of come off <laughs> his feet to get it. Came down immediately, just got cracked on the side. Uh, that was a very dangerous ball. Um, it was kind of hilarious because I think I saw something on Twitter about it, but uh, I, I'm sure you guys may have heard the like Tom Brady interview Dude, that took just place. Bring that up, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Brady was complaining about the product in the NFL is uh, getting worse. Like What we've seen this year is worse than what we've seen in years past. He believes that's due a lot to the rules changes that have been used to protect players. He thinks that is kind of causing maybe, I don't know, kind of a diminished product in the NFL. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think players are being fundamentally sound anymore, and he Mm -hmm. thinks quarterback play has gone down. He was arguing that the... It's the quarterback's responsibility to protect his receivers. You know, don't put them in harm's way. Don't throw them high passes across the middle of the field when there's a safety sitting right Which there. what happened. Because that is going to put your receiver in a potential, you know, injury scenario. Um, so it was just kind of funny. I feel like that interview got a lot of kind of media limelight this these last couple weeks. And then for this to happen right after Justin Jefferson got back on the field yeah. was just an unfortunate coincidence. I heard
1: uh, Peyton Manning and others say similar things too. So I, I agree. Uh, I think a lot of modern NFL, they look for the flag too much, but moving on, still on your team, Nate, Josh Jacobs hurt his knee. Will no- most likely not play this upcoming Thursday against the charters. You can pick up either the two greatest running backs if you want. I wouldn't. It'll probably split time, but uh, I don't know if he's out for the year, but he's probably out for the next few weeks if I had to guess. So, yeah. Uh, so-
2: Unfortunate there. That was a pretty tough game to watch. Yeah. If you had any stake in that Vikings and Raiders game, um, not very exciting, but yeah. If you were kind of just watching Red Zone, I feel like, how about? probably halfway through the second half you would have seen the Raiders out there without Josh Jacobs so um he is also on my team like you mentioned but this makes <laughs> I think the decision to sit him a little bit easier he's kind of somebody if you've got him you almost feel obligated to put him in your starting lineup no, but he's there. just he has not been it was as explosive as we saw last year so this makes it a little easier so, for me personally. Yeah,
1: still on your team. CJ Stroud, concussion, status up in the air for this weekend. Bank on him not playing. Nico Collins missed last week because he hurt his calf. Uncertain for this week. Uh, obviously, if CJ Stroud is out, you're not playing Nico Collins. But, John, if CJ Stroud is in and so is Nico, are you playing both? Uh, One?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely playing Nico Collins no matter what. Uh, I'll take
1: even I'll, if CJ's out.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Nico Collins without Tank Dell. I'm definitely putting Nico in the starting lineup. I think Nico has proven that he is probably the centerpiece to that offense, whether Tank Dell is there or not. I think he's been more consistent throughout the year and with the absence of Tank Dell I, I'm assuming Davis Mills is still the backup yes correct yes. yeah I I'll take I'll take Nico in that in that game with Davis Mills and and no I mean it's against Tennessee it's not like it's some defensive juggernaut so you sure about and there's that? something to what
1: I think Tennessee's pretty nice on defense they just shut down Miami
0: shut down yeah they gave up. A- Twenty-seven points. That's that's. that's <laughs> they, got the they got the win. I think
2: Tennessee's respectable on defense. Yeah, they're and I feel like they always have been with Brave Will as their head coach. <clears throat> I don't think this is a particularly talented can, Titans defense. Can you guys name a?
0: Can you name a corner?
1: Yeah, Sean Murphy Button.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, he was the one that hurt Tyree. He
1: was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: If uh, if you wouldn't have watched that game last night, would you have been able to name him? No,
1: not a corner, but I know they have Malik Hooker at safety.
0: That's fair. I, the volume wins here and the, the volume and the experience, the past of what he's done this season wins for me for Nico. I know it's been with a different quarterback. I still think that, I mean, outside of not playing against the jets, he has 11, nine and 12 targets in his last three games. And he's been in the end zone twice, so it's hard to argue with that. And you probably don't have a better option. I mean, are you starting a? I don't know. I'll, I'll take some. I'll take some names if you guys can think of any. Are you starting? Would Rashid you Rice? start?
2: Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, think I like that one. No, I'm probably not starting Rasheed Rice. I'm starting Rice. Nico.
1: Wait, is CJ playing?
2: No. No, let's say he's not. I'm
1: starting Rasheed Rice.
2: I think that makes for a better argument. I think that's pretty close. Uh, I'd probably lean Nico Collins here still.
0: Are you starting Zay Flowers? Yeah.
2: I'd probably start Nico, I think, as well.
0: Zay's been in the end zone for his last two games, and they played Jacksonville. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting Nico over both of those, but it's close. Like those are the guys that I'm putting Nico in the range of of yeah, hey, if he if he gets in the end zone, which is what I know I just talked about it with uh, Keenan Allen, but if if they score, you're net positive for them in the starting lineup because he's gonna have volume as well. So
2: here's here's a same game matchup. Would you take D Hop or Nico Collins? Mm. I feel like D hop has kind of been on an upward trajectory That's lately hard. after a slow start to a season. Uh
0: did you say? I don't know the injury to Nico. Did I think you were just talking about it? It's calf. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm probably taking D hop, he's got 12 targets, two games, and he's found the end zone.
0: Both there's just no competition in Houston. Yeah, do you think there's competition I... in
1: Tennessee? <laughs> Slightly,
2: what's that guy's name? I was. Westbrook something. Akine? Westbrook
0: Akine, yeah. Akine, Westbrook. Uh, Traylon Burks. Yeah, <laughs> so no <combination. black laughs> competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I those are, you know, there's there's your examples. You know, you, you can discern for yourself which one is higher than the other between Zay Flowers, Rasheed Rice, and Nico Collins. I think they're all comparable, or even DeAndre Hopkins. Um D Hop probably has the higher floor. In that game, Will Levis and D-Hop have more chemistry. I mean, Nico and Davis played together, and Nico actually, sorry to get nerdy, he's been on my Dynasty team ever since we started. He was my third-round pick in our first rookie draft.
1: Nico Collins?
0: So, yeah.
1: In the third round?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. The, of the rookie draft.
1: Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. My bad, my
0: bad. So, Nico was actually good last year. He just struggled with injuries. And he was consistent with David. I'm going Nico Collins. No, Nico Collins versus the world. With David. <laughs> All right. I talked myself into it. And we'll talk about it later also. I don't know if you noticed that on the list lately. Oh, I, I noticed. That's, that's okay. I was trying to move it on. But well, that's
1: okay. Uh, we will talk about Alexander Madison really quick. High ankle sprain. We'll miss this upcoming weekend probably if he plays. Don't play him probably be out two to four weeks somewhere in that time frame. Tice Chandler might be an interesting name to pick up if you're really desperate running back. Other than that, we'll just uh look somewhere else. <laughs> Moving on to the I guess league winning players or stock up for the playoffs. One of those two, probably league winning players. These are players on your roster or not who haven't been playing as good but have been playing good recently, and we think we'll continue that upward trajectory through the championship. Nate, why don't you start us off?
2: Okay. Uh, so I
1: I really like your pick.
2: Okay, so my pick, um, I'm going with James Cook, uh, running back in Buffalo. I feel like this guy has just quietly been about a top 15 running back all season. I know it's been kind of a quiet year for running backs and we've seen a lot of uh interesting names come across that ranking uh, board, but James Cook has just kind of quietly stayed there the whole year mm-hmm. and wow. he's coming off two very good performances, I think. Um against Philadelphia, he went for 16 points um while only while seeing sub 50% snap share in that game. And then against Kansas City last week, 25 points on 44% snap share. Pretty efficient running the ball. He's averaging 4.8 yards per carry this this year. But I think the really attractive part of his game is coming from his uh, receiving threat. He caught all five of his targets last week for a combined 83 yards and a touchdown against the Chiefs. Um, I think he's a very talented player, very talented receiver as well. I think it was Tony Romo, I believe, who even touched on it during the the game call last week against Kansas City that he runs a pretty impressive route tree for a running back. And I think if you can get him the ball in space, he is the type of player to make two two guys miss and just kind of get in the open field, hit a burst, and he could be gone. Very similar, I mean, to... They're brothers, right? He and Dalvin Cook.
1: Yes, they're brothers.
2: Are they brothers or cousins? Okay, brothers. Yeah. Very similar to how Dalvin Cook was earlier in his career, where you just kind of he kind of bounces off tackles as opposed to getting dragged down, bounces off, makes something happen. Um he I will say he has a difficult matchup next week against Dallas, mm-hmm. who comes in as the number one ranked run defense. Um I think he and Josh Allen are kind of getting warmed up to each other now. I think he's going to be a real weapon throughout these fantasy playoffs. Uh, He has a pretty nice matchup the following week against the Chargers, but um, I think this is a guy you kind of start from here on. I think he could be a really high upside RB2 flex
1: play option for you. You So I consider him a must start here on out. Sorry, I just keep trying to interject and interrupt you. When did the Bills make the offensive coordinator change? November three
0: three weeks ago, November
1: 14th. Okay. So since then, the next game is against the jets. Since that. <laughs> James Cook has had 19, 16 and 25 fantasy points.
2: That's a very interesting point to bring up because schematically, I don't, I'm not really sure what they have done. They've just done, since that offensive coordinator move. I just feel like they've been a little bit more efficient and, uh, I think, you know, I'm not the biggest Josh Allen guy. I feel like everybody, you two especially know that. But I think Josh Allen has played a lot better over his last couple games, starting to make better decisions. Um, And I think he kind of saw it last week by just not forcing it to Stefan Diggs when he was blanketed and just kind of taking what was there for him. So James Cook, like a lot, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox – like a lot as well
1: yeah so i did some quick mental math and in the last three games james cook has averaged a little over five targets a game so i think that's part of it too but i think you know he's a really good player he got he's also gotten in the end zone twice so that helps a lot with the targets but yes i do i agree with that i think he could really go up. Also, after they have the Chargers and the Patriots, so a little tough, but if he gets involved in the passing game, I don't really know if the running game matters. So, John, why don't you talk about your your favorite player in the NFL?
0: Yeah, I'm just going to continue on the thing uh, that I was, I was on earlier. So, my pick is Nico Collins for your league winners, MVPs of the playoffs, and Maybe I'm a little too, I mean, too. maybe I'm a little too excited about the matchup with the Titans, but they play the Titans twice in the next three weeks, and that was part of my reasoning as to why I think Nico Collins is a must-start, a high-ceiling type of guy, and they play Cleveland at home. Now, Cleveland is not necessarily the defensive matchup that you want. I want to highlight that. They're playing them on Cleveland being on the road. Cleveland has been very good in Cleveland. They have not been as good on the road. So if CJ Stroud is playing in week 16, even if it's Davis Mills with tank Dell out with no real running game to speak of, I think Nico Collins has a very consistent chance of scoring touchdowns and having a lot of targets and on top of that, having a lot of yardage. I mean, week 13 against Denver was not necessarily a good matchup for them, and that was a tough game. Mm -hmm. He had 191 yards, a touchdown, and 12 targets. So you're not getting that kind of production out of a guy who isn't viewed as a wide receiver one-type player. And I think maybe it's not so much as, hey, he's going to be the guy that just absolutely makes it a no-contest championship for you. He's probably not that person, but he's a guy who you're not expecting to put up 20 plus points week in and week out that I think he's very capable. And he's been put in a position where because of the lack of talent on the offensive side of the ball right now due to the tank Dell injury and Damian Pierce hasn't been what we thought he was going to be, even with Davis Mills, I think that Nico Collins can accomplish that against Tennessee twice and Cleveland at home. So. I the matchups are good in my opinion, and he's he's the volume guy.
1: Mm-hmm. I did want to bring up a point. I didn't. I said he didn't play against the Jets. He got hurt against the Jets, really, really right. On, so, just wanted to make that point clear. But perfect. I also like that one. Um, I don't know if I like it as well as mine, but we'll see. Might not work out for me. So, my player is Matthew Stafford. I wanted to highlight a quarterback because I needed one, first of all. But second of all, there's (laughs) been a lot of starters get hurt. And looking forward to the rest of the season, if you are like a normal league and your championship ends this week 17, not week 18, because week 18, they play the 49ers. Nobody wants to play them against the 49ers. But the next three weeks after um, this one, you got the Commanders whose defense is terrible. The Saints, defense isn't great. Giants, we all know how not great the Giants are on defense. So I'm looking to Matthew Stafford if you're needing some quarterback help. He wasn't bad to start the season, but he wasn't good. It was really strange. Then he got hurt, had the bye week, didn't play too well against the Seahawks. But ever since then, he's kind of been cooking. He had 24 against the Cardinals 23 against the Browns including three touchdowns which I think is pretty impressive because the Browns are one of the best defenses in the NFL. Then they last week they played the Ravens also had three touchdowns, 24 fantasy points. And that's a big deal just because I also think the Ravens have a pretty good defense, you know, they're not like the Cleveland level but on the road in Baltimore against both of those teams has been, you know, very impressive. And then going up against the Commanders and the Commanders, they put up points. Uh, Sam Howell's been really good this year, so I think it'll be a shootout, and that's what I'm hoping for. And then the Saints and Giants, I just think that he'll perform well against both of those. So I think if you need a quarterback, if Matthew Stafford's available, which he's available in leagues on sleeper, I would go pick him up if you're needing a starter. I love it. Any thoughts? You love it? Cool.
2: I really like it. Um, Yeah, I feel like, I think you could say that the Rams are, I mean, this has probably been true for several years now. One of the more talented wide receiver rooms. I think, I don't think anybody was really expecting Puka Nakua to become what he is now. So, and I would also just consider Kyron Williams to be kind of like a A, 2A, 2B option in la so i think their tendency is going to be throw the ball um i'd be interested to see like what their breakdown of passing is once they get in the red zone Mm, um i feel my first inclination would be to say that it's pretty high like i think that they are on goal to go scenarios they're wanting to throw it kind of spread the field out a little more Uh, i don't think they trust
1: their offensive line a ton phil
2: I don't, I wouldn't think so either. I mean, Kyron only has three rushing touchdowns this season. Mm-hmm. Um, That's, always, wait, wait,
1: did you say three rushing?
2: Or I might be, I yeah, might you meant three receiving. Yeah, three receiving. So, three, no, he, he does have a fair share of, of rushing yeah. touchdowns. I don't know. They're an explosive offense. I want a piece of an explosive offense. Yeah. Stafford, definitely, if we're talking guys to go grab off waiver. Like, he's number one option. I don't even think it's close with anybody else. Yeah. Like, it's probably Matthew Stafford, Will Wevis, Davis Mills now. Honestly,
1: I almost was tempted to put this guy. Russell Wilson plays the Lions this week. Okay. That's going
0: to be a great game. Like, no fantasy analysis on that. I am super intrigued to see who wins that game.
2: As am I. I think two teams going in opposite directions right now.
1: Let's go Lions. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Shocking. Oh, that, that line for that game is five points. Detroit.
1: That seems like a lot, right? That is a lot. That seems like Speaking a lot. Speaking of, of the think, lines. Maybe. Yeah, here we go. Good segue. There it is. We're professionals. <laughs> Time for the block of the week. <laughs> All right. I'll kick it off. Game we've
2: already talked about a little bit. I'm going to take my chances on the Raiders minus three against Ethan Hockeystick. Eatson. Am I saying that right? Eatson. Eatson. Eatson?
1: Yeah. Easton? Easton, thank you. Sorry. <coughs> Easton. Stick. stick.
2: Easton. For the Chargers. Yeah, sorry. I
1: was missing uh, my dyslexia. <laughs> I
2: think Vegas getting three at home playing against a backup quarterback in his first start. I'm a little curious on that one. I think I'm just going to maybe roll with the Vegas Raiders, who seem to be a little bit... I mean, I don't love it. Honestly, I don't like either teams in this situation. It's a Thursday night game, though. You know, uh, Stick has not had much time to prepare. I think that does help him a little bit, that he got to play so much last week. Yeah, he
1: played a half, and he has all practice reps to get mentally ready for it
2: he does it is a short week though. he's been in the league like... for five years okay so he's he's more of a veteran yeah guy. he's been a he's been around before years.
1: and what's crazy is i completely lost my train of thought oh i think being a short week might help him because he might not overthink it you, you know he might just go in there and just kind of sling it around
2: that could be that could be big brain. I, if if that's true, I feel like that hurts him a little bit. I feel like you'd want a little more time to get him some reps with some of those starters, um, because I imagine that he probably hasn't been taking a ton of them in practice so far this year. Uh, I I just this line doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I feel like these teams are about even. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chargers just got blown out by the Broncos. Uh, it was it was a tough situation for them. But the only thing I can think of is that the Josh Jacobs injury is getting built into this line, but I don't think that should really move it at all. Like I think Josh Jacobs, I don't think he's worth really even a half point right now, the way he's been playing this season. I think a change of pace back could come in and be just as effective, but we will see. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Vegas Raiders minus three. Uh, That's my luck of the week. Now, John,
0: John, what you got for us? All right, I've got one that may be an unpopular opinion. Oh no! Coming coming off of a game that I thought it was—I don't know—I thought it was going to go more in this team's favor than it did. I liked them to win the game, um, playing at home. Ironically, I've talked about them already this podcast as well. Playing at home against the Chicago Bears, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns minus three. The Bears are kind of an enigma to me coming off of last week. They played the Lions well three weeks ago on the road. They only lost that game by five, and then they played a close game against the Vikings, but they were only able to score 12 points. The Browns' defense is incredible. The Bears, it's not really in their favor to win, so not that that's going to keep them from actually playing, but you you kind of have to consider it in this situation and the bears roster is just, it's not good. Um, So I'm kind of banking on the fact that Joe Flacco plays a good, clean game in Cleveland. The defense takes care of business against the bears and three points is, is it just feels like a, a very low bar to set for the Browns that are eight and five compared to the bears that are five and eight. I think this line is definitely being impacted because the Bears beat the Lions last week that nobody saw coming. So well, not that nobody saw it coming. I don't think I think it was again supposed to be a competitive game. Nobody thought the Bears would actually end up winning though. That's accurate. Yeah yeah. So I think it's being impacted by that. I think it should be more around like the five and a half number in my opinion. So I like I like the Browns minus three.
1: Yeah, uh, I like the games you guys took. I don't love a ton of the games this week personally. But I, I just – I don't get it. The the Cowboys are getting plus two against Buffalo. I know it's in Buffalo. But towels looks good. And I just have to trust them that they're going to go in there and win. And I don't want the Bills to win, so this might be a little bit of an emotional pick, but at least I'm honest about it.
0: Yeah,
2: I think this one's weird too. I think – I mean, Buffalo's definitely getting juiced here – because of the the momentum and the motivation for them right now maybe the chiefs i
1: guess
2: yeah i'm coming off a good win on the road in a tough place to play uh and they're just fighting for their lives uh to get into the playoffs but i don't really look at this as a letdown spot for dallas i feel like it's like in it's against a uh, AFC opponent, which I feel like you don't see that often. You're kind of going into an unfamiliar setting in Buffalo. I feel like that's like that would be pretty exciting for a player, and you're gonna probably be that what NFL game of the week, I guess.
1: Oh, what's well, the Cowboys. you gonna be in that it's spot. It's always the Fox America's game of the week. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm laughs> so <Sorry. sorry. laughs> it it's Cowboys stick? but yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't look at this as a letdown spot for them, so yeah. I, I think that's kind of weird getting the two points. So I like that pick. I like both your picks. I like the Browns too.
1: Let's go. Let's hope uh let's hope we're alright.
2: Let's hope we're alright. But this has been a good one.
1: This has been fun.
0: Let's uh now it's time for some trivia. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into the trivia. You
2: don't have to. It's not gonna hurt my feelings if you don't want to, but it was pretty fun. Layton and John, they did a good job as a team, I would say. They were nearly
0: perfect. Nearly. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it.
1: But yeah. <laughs> now we'll cut to the trivia. All
0: right. Is this uh, did you come up with this, Nate, or did you like see this somewhere?
1: Uh okay, so
2: you guys are not allowed to look anything up, okay? Nothing. Close out of your sleeper. Close out of everything. Can
1: I pull up like a blank word to write things down? Do I need to do that or are we good? You don't need to. I'll keep okay. track of it. Okay. Okay.
2: okay. We're kind of getting right into it. So <laughs> this came to me because I was on YouTube the other day on a lunch break I was oh, just shit. looking at my typical stuff that I go through. You know, sometimes it's music, little halo commentary or uh, cutscenes or whatever, um, or often Chiefs highlights or like NFL talk. But one of these Chiefs clips was a 45 minute video of every touchdown pass thrown by Patrick Mahomes. Oh, no. And I was watching it and I was like, wow. Oh, no. forgot he threw one to that guy oh, so no. the quiz today oh. is can you name every player that has caught a touchdown pass by Patrick Mahomes I have a question yes
1: are John and I on the same team or are we just trying to yeah. get it okay no you I... guys
2: on the same team okay. I was gonna say well we'd have to switch off back and forth so I was gonna I'm... say
0: Layton's gonna smoke me on this no, no full disclosure
2: not... full disclosure. Uh. I'm not sure that this is 100% accurate because rather than going back and listing all the guys I saw ca- catch a touchdown on that video, like I that. found a quiz online that does it. And so here it says there's 30 guys that have caught a touchdown from Mahomes. That's it. It lists the position and the number of touchdowns that each player caught. Got so it. I will be able to provide some hints throughout the way. We want um, to. Do you okay? Do you want like a breakdown of like <clears throat> how many positions there are? Just you want to go in completely blind? Yeah. So, all right. Uh,
0: are you, is there any more introduction,
2: Nate? I don't, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. So okay. it says, yeah, 30 players. You have an eight minute timer. Oh, I think you guys can do this pretty well. I did this myself. I got 26 out of 30 out of 30 before the time ran out uh the few i missed um one was so obvious it was kind of embarrassing and then the other three were kind of sleepers that i honestly had no idea on okay but yeah we'll we'll get going into this and then if there if it seems like you guys need help
1: i'll uh i'll throw Uh, you a bone we got if there's only 30 it's easy we got this
2: I all think right. so. So we're, we're, I'm just gonna go like kind of taking turns, or whatever. If you guys want to like talk it out, at all, John, you can just you go. You can. But right. John, I'm starting with you. Go ahead.
0: So I'm gonna. I'm a, i I kind of want to go with the strategy. I first. I'm thinking about guys on like defenders. I don't know that he's ever thrown one to a defender. The only guy that he's ever not. popped into my head was Dontari Poe.
1: They weren't that, on the same team together. Right.
0: I thought he was, he yeah. predated Mahomes. The next thing is quarterbacks. I don't think he's ever thrown one to another quarterback. He has
1: not. It's only okay. been tight end receiver and running
0: back. Offensive lineman. I My, think he has. Oh,
1: run. wait. No. Uh, Nick Algretti. Is that your first guess? Yeah.
2: That is correct.
1: Okay. Good call, John. Good call.
0: Thank you. So, yeah. I'm going to start back at running back now. And I'm going to think back to who I remember as his first running back. Oh, I, think, I think it was Damian Williams.
2: He's I that. don't know if the statement is correct, but he is definitely thrown touchdown passes to Damian Williams. No,
1: Kareem Hunt was the first one. Oh, that's right.
2: Kareem Hunt is also on the list. Um, Darwin Thompson. Darwin Thompson did not catch oh, a touchdown.
1: Oh, dude, back. I thought I had a sleeper.
0: Derek Gore.
2: Derek Gore did not catch a touchdown pass. I guess. McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon did.
0: Oh. oh, oh, I got
1: one. Yeah, Sharkandrick West.
2: Sharkhandrick West. Wow. Has caught touchdown oh,
0: pass. Oh, um, who was he? Was number thirty-one uh, Williams? What, uh, Daryl Williams? Daryl the Barrel. Yep.
1: yep.
2: Correct.
0: Clyde.
1: Clyde.
2: Yes, you're going to have to give me a second to enter this one in. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, yep. How many, can you guess for a bonus point, how many touchdown passes has is Isaiah Pacheco caught?
1: Six?
0: I don't know. I, no, I don't think it's that many. Really? I feel like it's, it's like two. It It is...
2: This list says one, but I think he oh. does, has gotten another one since. Yeah. Okay. So this one... uh. Actually, you haven't said them yet. We'll keep it going. I don't think this is current through week fourteen of the NFL
0: season. Did he ever throw one to a fullback? Yes, Anthony Sherman.
2: Correct. Michael Burton. Sausage with fingers.
0: I don't know did if Michael, Burton ever caught one. Did Michael Burton
2: ever nope. catch one? Okay. Michael Burton I feel never like caught one. was
0: Sherman the only a, other fullback. Yeah, he's the only one. Are there any yep. running backs that we've missed?
2: A lot. Yes. A lot. Yeah.
0: Oh, Le'Veon Bell.
2: He did not catch one. Lashawn McCoy. Wait, I take that back. Yeah, Lashawn McCoy is one that actually may be the last one. You guys cooked through the running backs way faster than I did. <laughs> okay, so you are solid on the running backs now, nice. from what I can tell. Okay. They're all out of order here, so That's
1: but I fine. think okay. you're, you're
0: good on those. Do you want to start early on with receivers?
1: No, let's go tight ends.
0: Tight ends. I mean. Yeah. Kelsey, Noah, Blake Bell, um, Blake Bell,
1: Jody Fortson, all Jody
0: Fortson, all good. Have we had a veteran tight end? I feel like we did. You're missing one more tight end. He he had a hyphenated name, I think. Um, was it Seal? Did we have Ricky Seals Jones? Ricky Seals Jones,
1: that's a good one.
0: We did that have him.
1: Yes, he.
2: That is incorrect, though.
0: I feel like he was an older tight end. That is true.
1: Gosh, have we really had Blake Bell that long that I've gotten other tight ends?
0: He was a sure-handed guy. Like he was he a good... definitely
2: overlapped with the Alex Smith era. Yeah. And he caught three touchdowns for Mahomes. Oh. So you if he are at three... under halfway.
0: Like we've surpassed four minutes.
2: Yes. Crap.
1: Should Should we pass? Go through the field? wide receivers. I we think. Come at, yeah. yeah. Tyreek. Okay. okay. MVS.
2: Correct.
0: No, you pointed. Okay, sure. uh, Kadarius. Kid,
1: Correct. MVS.
0: I said.
1: Oh, did you say MVS? Yeah. Oh, I said Rasheed Rice. Oh, what? I I didn't hear yours, John. Oh, okay. Yeah, we overlapped. It, okay,
0: you're good. Juju. Correct. Sky Moore. Correct. Watson. Well, yep, yeah.
1: Justin, yeah. Demarcus Robinson.
0: Correct. Miko. Yes. Sammy.
1: Watkins. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Chris Conley.
0: Yes. Albert Wilson.
2: No. no that one shocked me.
1: He didn't catch one.
2: <sighs> you are at 25 out of 30
1: right now. So, Byron, Byron Pringle. Oh, Byron Pringle. one. Going. So now you're at 26. So, so there's three more wide receivers in the tight end
2: two more wide receivers one tight end oh okay one offensive lineman
1: oh okay
0: we're not penalized for guessing right no no eric fisher that is it eric
1: fisher yes
2: okay nice so uh, both wide receivers remaining each caught one touchdown and then the tight end that caught three you are at a minute and 45 seconds Nate, am no. I going
1: to be mad if I don't get this tight end? Probably.
0: Is there anybody else right now who's caught a touchdown from Mahomes on the team? I said Juju, right? You said Juju. Did
1: Richie James hint?
0: hasn't caught one. like. No.
1: Jeremy Macklin, no? I didn't think so.
0: Offer up a hint. A, a minute left, Nate.
2: Okay, you're at 115 now.
1: Just offer it now.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, one of these wide receivers was came into the NFL as a special teams menace. Um, he was the Tyreek before Tyreek, and he went to Oregon.
1: The Anthony Thomas.
0: The Anthony Thomas. Yeah. The okay. The tight end. He 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 converted to a no. It's not him, but. We signed a receiver off the Bills. Kelvin ben- started ben- with ben- Kelvin Benjamin.
1: That's not it, though. He
2: Dang, he's not a he touchdown. This tight end, uh, if you played a lot in- with Alex Smith, he actually caught a two point conversion in the Steelers game that would have tied it in that divisional game, but ended up getting called back for a holding. Would have been a huge play. It's not, totally um, my, uh, he... this oh, wide receiver that you're missing is. He was super explosive for a former team he played with, had a hiatus out of the NFL, came back on the Chiefs, and caught oh, one touchdown Josh pass. Oh, Josh Gordon. Correct. He caught a touchdown for us? Yep. Oh. 10 seconds for this tight end. This is going to be so underwhelming when I say the name. Do you know, know
1: what college you went to? Ding,
2: ding. Uh no okay so time's up but I will give you give me the call. I started I started it a little bit early okay. so let me
1: you know if, if we only missed one that's fine I can't believe Josh Gordon caught a touchdown I did not remember that at all
2: all right so this <coughs> interesting tight end went to the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee that helps he was draft or no he was undrafted you know, he signed was by un-drafted. the Chiefs he played for three other teams after the Chiefs.
1: Played for the no. Chiefs from
2: 2013 to 2018.
1: <laughs> uh, Five years ago. Okay, we were in college.
0: Let's start naming other players who were on the team at that point. Like
1: In 2018? The year before we yeah. won the Super Bowl. That's the year we went to we play the Patriots. Watkins
0: Darna, was Washington? Washington?
1: Nope. What'd you say, John?
0: Sammy Watkins was on the team. Yeah, It was like Tyreek, Sammy, Kareem, Kelsey. I don't know if Hardman was on the team yet. I feel like he wasn't. Draft in 2013. D Rob was on the team. Yeah.
2: I don't think he was ever tight end one on the Chiefs. No I think chance. he overlapped with a lot of other tight end ones. <coughs> it was probably tight end two, borderline tight end three.
1: Do, 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 do,
2: do, do. You ready?
1: Uh, no, All right. Not really. The
2: answer is Demetrius Harris. No.
1: Uh, no. <laughs>
2: Hey, you got 29.
1: No. That I, was pretty good. No. Oh, my gosh. He's a basketball player, too, because every time he scored, he'd pretend to shoot a basket with the football. Oh, no.
2: Gosh, I knew that would devastate Leighton. He was pretty insignificant,
0: let's be honest. <laughs> he really was, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was shocked he caught three touchdown passes. I'm, I'm shocked. Assuming those...
0: I'm assuming you did not get that one, Nate.
2: Uh, So oh no to be honest i had to look him up because i didn't know how to spell his name (laughs) that's fair and i have to spell the full name i have to go first name Uh, and last name on this one so i did get that one the three or so maybe i got 27 out of 30 the ones i did not get were eric fisher did not get that yeah i did not get uh sharkandrick west Gets the Seahawks, baby. And I did not get um I did not get Chris Conley. That was the one that I was pretty I, kind of bummed mad about. about. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he caught five touchdown passes and I did not get that. You... Uh took me forever <laughs> to get Sammy Watkins. Really? He caught he caught nine from Mahomes and he is like sixth on the list. Wow. And I just did I didn't get him until like a minute left. <laughs>
1: You know what's crazy about Chris Conley? I'll never forget he's on the Chiefs because the one pass against the 49ers where he like rolled and then spun around and threw it to the bullet corner of the end zone, that was to Chris Conley. In
2: in my head, I always think that was D-Rob that caught that. Like Mandela effect, like I swear that
0: that was D-Rob that caught it. Dude, the
1: Byron Pringle one, that was a good pull.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. I think this was in the early days of the podcast. And Gosh, we, Harris. we were joking about letting our girlfriends draft a team for us. And that Allie said that Byron Pringle would be her first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, Byron, oh, dear. yeah, Byron Pringle has a, a special place in my heart for that reason. <clears throat>
1: That's good.
2: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that was pretty good. Here's a little uh, bonus. So, obviously, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek, one and two on the list of touchdown receptions for Mahomes. Can you round out the top five? Who went three, four, five?
1: Wait, what did you say? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening.
2: <laughs> uh, I said, obviously, Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. I guess yeah. flip that. Kelsey, then Tyreek on the list of touchdown receptions for Mahomes. Can you round out the top five? Well, you said, the last three players.
1: Did you say five with Sammy Watkins? No, sixth. Sammy
2: Watkins is sixth.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh.
0: So, oddly enough,
1: I know what you're gonna say.
0: I think I think this guy is gonna make the top five. Oh, I don't know. It McColl has to be on that list.
2: McColl is three on
0: that wow. list
2: because McColl has 17 touchdown catches because of all
0: the touch passes
1: hes just caught a lot yeah yeah but remember the jet sweeps were like Mahome's like oh yeah. yeah yeah
0: well he led he led the chiefs receivers and touchdown receptions last year if I remember correctly. that's very demoralizing yeah <laughs> um okay this is wild Jarek McKinnon
2: yep that's Jerick what he is, is yeah. tied for fourth basically
0: tied for fourth yep Eric Fisher no I'm just kidding <laughs> Uh, Demarcus Robinson. The last
2: one, it is Demarcus Robinson. DeMarcus Robinson. Both of I was them gonna had say, thirteen catches.
0: I was gonna say Kareem.
2: Kareem is down just a little bit. He had seven.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I swear, yeah. Mahomes' first league when he threw it for fifty touchdowns, he threw it to Demarcus Robinson a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Like it was crazy. He'd do nothing all game and then catch a six-yard touchdown.
0: So weirdly <laughs> enough, Rashi is like, he's. Yeah, climbing that list in a hurry.
1: He has like four, right, in this year? He
0: has like seven. He has six, yeah. Wait, he has six touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: So this list here, which is why I kind of brought it up before, I don't think it's current through week 14 because it only has Rasheed down for three touchdown receptions. So I don't think there's been any other new names to get a touchdown in the meantime, but I don't think those numbers are... I mean, they may be wrong for Pacheco and rishi Interesting. But that is the little trivia segment. Gosh, dude. I, you guys did pretty well. I mean, so there's always going to be on one you kind of blank on.
1: Dude, I remember looking. I, in my head, I was picturing Demetrius Harris. And I could not remember his name.
0: I feel like Demetrius Harris actually looks like Ricky Seals Jones a little bit.
1: I mean, they're both... He's 6'7, so they're both huge.
0: How much do you want to bet? Yeah, similar frame. How
1: much, do you, how much money do you think he made in his NFL career? Undrafted.
2: Demetrius Harris? Yeah. According to uh,
1: Spot Track, however you want to say it. I bet he made like 11 seven
0: million.
1: million. Nate, $11.4 million. hmm. Nice. He signed a two-year, six million dollars contract with the Cleveland Browns.
0: What number did he wear? Was he eighty-four? Eighty-four. Yeah, I could. <laughs> ah. Was what number was Ricky Seals Jones? Eighty-seven, I think. Dang, what? No. That's eighty-three, not I think. No, no I'm joking.
2: Dang. Well, well, well. That is <laughs> all, folks. It was
1: eighty-three? Did you say that?
0: uh somebody did not me nate, nate i guess is- <laughs> yeah, I <think> <laughs> process of elimination
1: <laughs> nope somebody else
2: nope. <laughs> well this is kind of weird in the order that we're recording this so technically we're wrapping up the episode right now so we're kind of signing off but we're about to Thanks, time so. shift back to the beginning of the episode here soon so i'm i'm
1: confused myself um just like your thermostat Leighton, guide us through this one, please, host. Yeah, thanks, guys, for joining, and thanks for listening. We'll probably do another outro just in case people don't want to listen to us struggle to name Chiefs players. but if you made it this far, thank you. Your true fan, Josh, I hope you got to work safe.
2: <laughs> thanks, guys.